Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to the Your Money Life podcast, episode 118, coming at you live and direct. Well, kind of. I'm actually recording this the day before this will come out because I'll be out of town at a family nuptial in the Baltimore, D.C. area for the rest of this week and this weekend. So wanted to make sure we got the episode out. No skips, no breaks. Of course, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the like, subscribe. I almost said hit the notification bell <laughs> for my YouTube, our YouTube show, but like, subscribe, leave a five-star review, comment. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to the show and hope you enjoy it. Market update and what is in the news. So busy week for the markets. A lot more volatility in the markets than recently we've seen. Uh, the Fed just came out today and said they're raising interest rates by half a percent. So they didn't go aggressive. They didn't go to 0.75. They didn't go to 1%. They went to half a percent. Um, and it was in line with market expectations. People were thinking mainly it was going to be half a percent. They also, the central bank also outlined a program in which it will eventually reduce its bond holdings by $95 billion a month. What does that mean? They'll reduce their bond holdings, meaning sell off their bonds and have the market, have banks buy it up, which sucks liquidity out of the market. So in times where we need to prop up the market, they, they buy these bonds and they lower interest rates. But now we've had inflation going gangbusters and running hot. And so they're pulling things back. They're going to reduce bond holdings. They're going to continue to increase interest rates. Uh, this interest rate move is the largest since 2000, but the market seemed to cheer it. The market jumped heavily today, the NASDAQ up over 3%. And we understand inflation. And then Jerome Paul said he understands inflation is high and they're moving expeditiously to bring it back down. Um, there might be 50 point basis point hikes going forward, but they haven't said for sure. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was in line with what I expected. The market seemed to cheer this move. Um, and there's a plan outlined for reducing the balance sheet in phases as well. So much more to come on that and the market. If we skip over to our what's in the news, uh, busy news week. And so I've actually been more interested in just different markets overall in the collectibles market if you know sports trading cards different collectibles of course we've talked about nfts and digital collectibles but lewis hamilton i don't know if you're familiar with him he's f1 formula one racer he just broke a record and it wasn't on the racetrack it was with trading cards so last the legendary formula one trader lewis hamilton broke his own record when a one-of-one super fractor trading card sold for nine hundred thousand by golden auction that it set an all-time record for any F1 card. He's obviously a big racer and probably the most decorated. And market research is showing that collectibles and NFT market are actually growing. It was estimated to be 412 billion in 2021, and they're forecasting it to get to 692 billion by 2332. Um, and it's really off the back of, you know, the top three industries being sports memorabilia, NFTs, and toy collectibles. Um, and Fanatics, which is a global sports retailer, they purchased a trading card company called Tops for north of $500 million. Um, so they understand that this is going to places people want different assets. And if you understand, like if you buy and understand like a young rookie card and it goes 
crazy because the person has a legendary career. That's that's kind of cool. Speaking of someone else who had a le- who's had a legendary career and continues to, Kevin Hart, he is jumping into the tequila arena with his buddy Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He just announced the launch of his own tequila brand, Grand Caramino, and he's going to start with a single expression, Cristalino Respado Tequila, which means tequila is aged and then stripped of its color to look like a silver tequila. This process retains all the flavors and aromas of an aged tequila, but offers a mouth feel and lightness of a blanco. This is so interesting because so many celebrities have jumped into the spirits and tequila brands. Let's list a few of them from the past and present and then comment, tell me who you would pick if you had to support one. So we have The Rock, we have Kylie Jenner, we have George Clooney, we have Kevin Hart, of course, Ryan Reynolds and Michael Jordan. I'd have to go Ryan Reynolds or The Rock because Ryan Reynolds followed me on Twitter. We were on the CNBC um, stock trading show this pack week together, which was awesome, by the way, for those of you who got to check it out. Um, so I'd go with Ryan, Aviation. I think he sold it for a good chunk of money. The dude's multi, multi-millionaire. So congrats to him. Congrats to him and to the others that are making money off of this play. In more news, Domino's. I'm sure you guys saw this. Domino's wants you to deliver your own pizza. Yes, Domino's reported, they reported a soft quarter, meaning they slowed down in the most recent quarter. Management had a few reasons for why the quarter was slow, but one of them was staffing shortages. The CEO said they are implementing strategies to address these shortages, and one of the strategies is to pay you three bucks to deliver your own pizza. Yes, a $3 discount on a future carryout order if you order online and carry out. And Domino's reported earnings last Thursday, and the numbers came in subpar. They missed on revenue. They missed on earnings. But they're going to pay people now to deliver their own pizza. Would you do that? I mean, I'm like a delivery person. Like I order a lot. And so I don't think I would go unless I'm going on a walk, which I do go on walks. But I'm I'm cutting down on the pizza right now. So I wouldn't do this. Wouldn't do this right now. Um, So much more news. And we also had uh, the Berkshire Hathaway annual annual report where there's a lot of hot takes, um, notably – Warren Buffett, uh, the Berkshire Hathaway chairman, and his right-hand man, Charlie, Charlie Munger. They do the annual shareholder report, which is pretty big. It's a pretty big event. Lots of people come out. Um, and it really sets the tone for just like his thinking for, you know, you get to hear someone that's done incredibly well in the market and you get to hear his thoughts. He said a lot on crypto. He said a lot on inflation. He said that he, said, he pretty much said because of retail gambling, he was able to scoop up stocks for cheap particularly in the energy sector. He said inflation is extraordinarily high right now, which we all know, but he blamed the government for sending out lots of money in the COVID lockdown response, which gave people a lot of liquidity, which boosted demand and supply stayed the same. So of course, prices rose. And lastly, he stated he prefers productive assets over digital currencies. I don't agree with him there. I think diversification is key um, in the markets. And, you know, so a lot is going on, folks. Stay tapped in. Reach out to me um, for news that you may hear going all across um, the the wire. Next up, we'll get to our roundtable. Roundtable time for this week. And this one is an interesting one. I think it applies to all areas of life. But let's talk about setting boundaries, particularly financial boundaries, and then in any sort of relationship, family, peer, peer, I should say, peers. Well, I can't say the word. Peers, 
colleagues, bosses, clients, anything, the first and foremost thing you want to do is communicate. Communication is key when you're setting boundaries and it's it's something that we can all struggle with, particularly when it's any sort of relationship, communicating clearly. But if you do, you, you take that off yourself. Set clear communication and you take that off of yourself when you communicate what your boundaries are, what you expect, what you can do, will do. And then you put yourself, put your needs first. That, that sounds selfish, but you must put your needs first when it comes to setting boundaries. You must keep your goals at the forefront. What are they? Maybe it's to pay off your house. Maybe it's to pay off your debts. Maybe it's to invest and build your nest egg. Put those first. When you communicate these boundaries, you're doing yourself a favor. Tell everyone you can. Maybe it's your network. And if you're dealing with someone that's not appreciating or understanding that boundaries, you have to let them know. And if they don't, if you don't let them know, you cut them off. Like I think people don't understand that you have the ability to. I guess I'm just more free than most, but like I, you have the ability to not work with not someone, not deal with someone that you that just doesn't make sense because you do well already. You don't need that in your life. You can cut that off, but you have to learn to be able to do that. I'm kind of like a robot in that in that aspect. Other people aren't, but it's something you have to learn to do um, when you need to. And these boundaries are important. They're so, so important in our overall life, in our overall goals. The data is really clear. It's important for your mental health to one set boundaries for your financial boundaries and just in your personal life. It's important for your mental health to do this. More than half of people report feeling anxiety around money with more than 40% facing depression around money. Those are stark numbers and stark, stark numbers and scary numbers. So you need to prioritize your goals, set ground rules around the things that you want. Have tough conversations. That is a tough one for us. Communicating, especially when it's deep-rooted, is super, super difficult within family, within relationships. And we're all learning. I'm learning how to do it better. And you expect resistance when you do this. When you set out your bonds, people are going to be upset. They want to face resistance. They want to tell you don't do this. They don't want that way. But that's okay. Just keep going. You know you're on the right path. You know you've done amazing things. So just keep going and let go of that guilt because it's not needed when you're pushing forward a goal. You have to have blinders on. So important. So important. Well, folks, that is it for our roundtable. I'm going to be out of town. Sister's wedding, family gathering. We are going to be having a good time kicking it. I appreciate all of you that listen this podcast. Uh, make sure you stay tapped into all the things we're doing. Share this podcast with your friends, family. We need to continue to get so many more people in this community. We've grown so much. It's incredible how fast and how much we've grown in the New Street Advisors Group community. In just two and a half years, folks, we're not even three years old. And we have blossomed. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that CMEC annual stock draft. It was last Thursday, I believe, in an incredible hour um, with some incredible celebrities, Ryan Reynolds, David Robinson, Kevin O'Leary uh, was on the panel picking stocks with them. So if you haven't, make sure you Google search it, check out that show and stay tapped in with us. We'll talk next week.